Welcome to Textonation. Joining us is Genevieve Johnson, Senior Instructional Designer at Roblox. Thank you for joining us, Genevieve. Hi, it's great to be here. And for those of you who don't know what Roblox is, just ask your kids. <laughs> I think that's one way to put <laughs> it. Tell, a, yeah, tell, tell us some background. So Roblox is an online gaming platform where millions of players are coming together every single day to play and to create. And what's particularly important right now is, is to connect. And what I think is sort of the, the magic component of it is every game that you see on Roblox is actually built by a member of the Roblox community. Which is exciting in a, in a lot of different ways here. Describe that for, for us, mm -hmm. how that works, that, that your users, the players, actually create games. Yeah, absolutely. And that, you know, from day one, we realized that players, players know what players want way better than us, the adults, will ever know. Um, so we made a conscious effort to make our, our tools as, easily accessible as possible. They're free. They're built from the ground up to be really friendly to new developers, but at the same time, they're full-fledged development tools, uh, which means you can get in, start developing, start prototyping right away, but you, the, the sky is the limit. Anything that you can see or imagine, you can change in effect. And it's not uncommon for these developers to be in college or in their teens, or even in like middle school or younger. And it's really cool to see them grow over the years. And Roblox does a lot to, to help people learn, young people especially, learn how to do this. Tell us about that. Yeah, so education is really at the heart of Roblox. And it comes back to what I was just saying about really wanting to empower our community to create. So um, we use Lua which is a coding language really similar to Python. And our platform helps kids and teens around the world learn coding, design thinking, and then even like professional skills such as collaboration, which is really important right now. Um, and then we wanna see them develop their creativity, their entrepreneurial instincts. And then our, our free engine, as I mentioned, Roblox Studio is coupled with an expansive ISTE certified free curriculum. ISTE is the, I would say the largest global standard of education um, for technology. And it's used by educators to teach game design and coding fundamentals, including right now in these remote learning environments. So you've had something going uh, over the summer and you have it, uh, I guess, uh, other times of the year too, called Build It, Play It. Describe that for us. Yeah. So Build It, Play It was designed to expose our players, first of all, to the fact that they too can make games. And we wanted to give it to them in these little snack-sized bites. We want them to come in, start experimenting with creation, get immediate satisfaction, and then really realize they too can be a creator. They can be a developer rather than just a consumer of media. So we partner with um, some really cool name brands. This particular one doesn't happen to have a brand associated with it, but like in the past, we've um, partnered with Jurassic World or Star Wars or Godzilla. 
And then we will give out avatar items, which are like an on-platform on prize, something that you can run around wearing a hat or a pair of wings to kind of entice them in. And as they're, as they're learning and playing, they get to earn these avatar items. Um, it's, it's really super cool to see like these, these players will come back for challenge after challenge. And we can see that they, they were wearing the avatar item from last time when they learned to code. Or this time, it's animation focused. It's really important to us that we show there's so many different ways to be a game developer. There are engineers and artists and all kinds of different people who are coming together. Um, yeah, and then they get to move. So we, we plan this particular build it, play it around movement. So as, as players are moving around the track, they can either click a button and that moves them, or they can actually pick up their phone and move around, and that will power them around the track. And how, what's the business model here? To describe that for us, how that works for Roblox, and uh, for, for your users? So once again, we're free to play, we're free to learn. So for us, this is much more about empowering our community. We can't have great developers if we don't have up and coming developers for the future, right? So there's not, there's not like I would say a business model in the traditional sense here. It's really much more about empowering the community to create so that there's new wonderful experiences on the platform. And but Roblox obviously is in business, so it's oh, making money yeah. in what ways? <laughs> well, I mean, eventually. So um, if you're uh, if you're a developer on our platform, so we don't have these upfront fees where you've got to like pay Apple or anything like that. We handle all of that for you. And in turn, like once you are successful and you're coming in and you have players in your game, those players uh, will have what's called robots. So you might hear parents um, saying that their students are, are constantly asking them for robux. That's our, our platform-wide currency. So if a player comes and spends robux in your game, you get the large cut of it, and then we get a cut of that as well. And that's, that is how we, we make our revenue. And robux... Roughly equate to a, a penny a piece or something like that. Um, it it actually varies. It's not. I mean, it's not actually a currency, so it's not like there's like a, a specific uh, value. But you can buy about five hundred robux for about four ninety nine U S dollars, and then if you buy more at a time, then you get a discount. So well, I usually go about a dollar per hundred robux. Yeah. That's my rough estimate. So that's about a penny a piece. So tell us, uh, yeah. tell us what kids are, are learning here. And the numbers are, are really astounding, mm -hmm. the, the, the traffic that you have. Yeah. Um, so we started in just 2018. And then that's, we have both these, what well, we had, we call them creator challenges at, at the time. We now have rebranded to build a play it because we feel like that's much more obvious. Uh, in terms of what we want people to come and do. And uh, but in 2018, we started working with some educators and getting some curriculum out there. And then uh, 2019 is kind of like, I would say, when the effort really picking up. We reached over a million users between our online efforts, the camps that we we're working with, and then our creator challenges. And then I was here in 2020, 
I mean, right now you can just say that people are really, really hungry for ways in which their students can can learn remotely and connect. So we definitely have seen a lot of growth this year. We're currently working with about 200 educational partners and coding camps um, in about 40 countries worldwide. And this Build It, Play It challenge has had, uh, I want to say it's a, a triple digit boost in comparison with the launch of our Star Wars challenge and this just this past December, which we were very happy with and we thought, you know, did very, very well. And there are tools also for educators and, and perhaps parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We have both a parent page so you can come as a parent, you can learn how to talk to your players, your young students about digital civility, how to stay safe online. We work very closely with a number of internationally recognized uh, organizations on safety and um, how, how you as a parent can also keep your students safe. Just, you know, between these conversations and the tools on the platform. Um, and also to learn more about how we keep players safe. Well, tell, tell, tell us uh, about, tell us about yeah. that, Genevieve, uh, how you do keep uh, players safe or, or, or would-be developers safe if they're collaborating. Yeah, there's, I would say there's so many different fronts um, from, yeah, how do we, how do we keep our game safe? Everything that gets uploaded is moderated. How do we, how do we make sure that um, players that are coming on online, are they having enjoyable experiences? So moderating chat, we invest heavily both into the people components of safety, making sure that there are live moderators and into the, the cutting edge of, of, technology to make sure making sure that we are constantly on the lookout for how are we going to continue to keep your students safe it's something that we're always going to get better at it's something that we don't think you know we're never going to be like settled this this is safe enough we're we're just always looking to the next level of safety and on the education front uh, tell us what's uh, what's next there what's what's in the offing because obviously some students are going to be going back to school, but others are going to be learning from home yeah. and, and, and doing more things at home. And uh, I guess you can play a role there. Yeah. So this year, uh, since February, we've had a huge pivot to how do we expose more of our collaboration tools to educators. So these are things that already existed and our, our developers have been putting into use for years to collaborate on um, you know, a, a worldwide scale to build games. Many of our developers work together and they've never even met each other in real life. Um, so how do we take those tools and create articles and show teachers how they can use them and show them that they're proven? Um, so that's, that's been one thing we've been focusing on really heavily. As well as, of course, digital citizenship. We wanna show like how not only can your students be online learning together, but how do you, as, as a teacher, have continuous conversations with your students, like before they get online, while they're online, to continue to draw these parallels about what's appropriate behavior? How do you keep your information safe? Uh, so that's, that's one thing we're really excited about for this year. And then, of course, we're going to have um, new Build It, Play It challenges come out next year. I can't give out too many details about that. And then really just continuing to expand our online offerings. So we're always working with teachers and talking to teachers 
and, and figuring out how can we reduce the friction for them to bring Roblox to the classroom? And what do they want to use Roblox for? So we talk to teachers a lot to prioritize that. Like right now, I would say this idea of connectivity and, and digital civility is the most in demand. So that's where we're putting the most of our time. Terrific. So where are the different uh, places people can go to, whether it's uh, educators and parents and, and, and young people to get more information and to, and to jump on board here? Yeah. So if you want to come and check out uh, our curriculum, it's actually really um, usable by the individual player or student if they want to. Or if you are, say, running an after school program, we talk to a lot of librarians or a lot of teachers. Maybe they're a history teacher, but they want to bring some coding to their students. So you can come to our website, which is education.worldblocks.com. And if you go right to the front page, you'll see there's resources for teaching remotely. There's resources, uh, resources for teaching coding. And it's all accessible and free. And we have lesson plans for you that you can just immediately use right outside of the box. Uh, if you are a parent and you're looking for, let's say, like a tutor for your students or you're looking for an online course, we also have a list of online organizations, you know, in like all the countries that that I know of personally. What's really cool right now is we've gone completely viral. So it used to be I, I knew everyone. Now, like I, I learn about new organizations every day and new schools every day that I, I've never talked to personally, which I love. And that's exactly how we want it to be. We want people to come to our website to be able to find our materials, to take them, to use them. They're shared out under Creative Commons, meaning you can adapt them for whatever you as a parent or a teacher need them for. You know, it's, it, there's been a lot of talk about uh, STEM education and, and such uh, for years now and stories about how uh, kids aren't doing as well, say, in the United States in in math and science as they are in some other countries mm -hmm. do you feel like you're filling a void here to some extent i do yeah and that's actually what i hear from a lot of the teachers that come to me is that they're trying to fill a void in in their students education so like perhaps they don't currently have um like a coding program which is i think sadly still way too common in the United States, or they're just trying to find a way to really engage students with language learning. This could be um, either learning a second language or, or just um, improving your own, your own literacy skills, your own verbal skills, your own reading skills. So by coming and looking at something at Roblox, which students know and love, you can tap into that, that love of that subject matter and you can expose them to things that either they weren't maybe as receptive as they were going to be, or they just didn't realize they could do. They didn't realize they can make games. Um, and I find that's really important to show students what they are capable of. They have a hard time imagining what they can do if they've never seen it, if that makes sense. Sure does. Really terrific. And uh, I think I neglected to spell things for people at the start, but it's R-O-B- <laughs> L-O-X, that's how you spell Roblox. Congratulations on yep. what you and the team are, are doing there. Genevieve Johnson, thank you for taking the time with us. Absolutely, yeah. I, I love this. I love what we get to do, and it's great talking to you.
Now this. How many companies out there have continued to innovate when it comes to building a better radio? I'm Fred Fishkin, host of Textonation, and I'm here to tell you about the new CC SkyWave SSB radio from the wonderful people at C-Crane. Bob and his crew really love radio, and it shows in this new compact model that is packed with features. Beyond great AM and FM reception and sound, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. Listen to ham radio operators, aviation, and more. It's the radio you'll turn to every day and in emergencies. It will run for nearly three days on just two AA batteries. Pair the sleep timer with the new Soft Speaker 3, and you've got the perfect radio for your nightstand. Of course, it can wake you up too. Click on Ccrane at textination.com and put in the code textination for a free flashlight with your order. They love radio, and you'll love Ccrane.